0: G'day everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. And Happy New Year, the first episode of 2022. Uh, looking forward to kicking off a huge year uh, with everyone and uh, and hopefully for the Pels dragging themselves back towards playoff contention. We'll see what happens. but uh, And probably just, actually at the minute, just full health. I think that's what we're looking at. Uh, before we get into it, I am Lyle Swithenbank at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K as in bank, at Ethos Pelicans is the show on Twitter. Go and give us a follow if you would be so kind, and uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get the uh, these episodes from, whether that be Spotify or all other mainstream streaming podcasts. Uh, Platforms as well as uh, Dash Radio. So, you've been listening on there as well. Uh, we air, I think, on Saturday nights at 7 pm on, on Central Time on Dash Radio. So, go and check us out. Nothing but net uh, channel. So, plenty of places that you can get your pels fixed. Um, so, today we're going to have a chat about the Milwaukee game, bit of a post game. Uh, a day late because I was off to a wedding immediately after the game uh, out in regional WA. Shout out to the Tanners for their uh, wonderful hospitality out in Wongan Hills. You can go and have a look at what uh, Wongan Hills is if you want uh, and have a look at some beautiful parts of regional WA. But I digress. We are here to discuss Milwaukee defeating the Pelicans 136 to 113. The Pels undermanned going in without Brandon Ingram, without uh, Jonas Valanciunas, who now. Tested positive for COVID and went into the health and safety protocols. A disappointing result for the team, particularly for him after he'd just come back from being crook. Had a great game and then uh, got crook again. So, um, disappointing result indeed. Nikhil Alexander-Walker returned as well as Jose Alvarado and also uh, Najee Marshall all out of the COVID protocols for this game. So, we got a few soldiers back and then lost a few more. Well, lost another one um and then Brandon Ingram still out struggling with that uh, sore Achilles, which we're hoping uh, he might be able to suit up against the Utah game. He's listed as questionable again. However, that's how he has been listed since he went down with that injury uh, a few games ago. So fingers crossed he heals up soon. This was the sort of game that when you're undermanned and you're coming up against a, a fairly healthy team in uh, Milwaukee Bucks, they were only missing a key piece in... Uh, Chris Middleton, uh, that was probably the main uh, missing piece. He was out for personal reasons. You still give yourself a chance. You know, you come into these games and, um, and you say, well, if we can go and steal one, this is a defending champs. Uh, we're not meant to win it. Uh, we largely, uh, I suppose, uh, underdogs in this, especially in the betting agencies and the like. They did not give us a chance whatsoever. But we've seen ourselves, uh, the team, scrap all the way to a victory before. Now, the final score did not reflect, um, I suppose, the tenacity of this team, the fight of the Pelicans, the way they held on. Uh, there were some some moments in this game where guys like Giannis and and um, his supporting cast just took over. It really was, well, Drew Holiday was huge as well. Um, Giannis with a 35, 16, and 10 triple-double is just unstoppable, um, and as we hear over the broadcast time and time again, and as we know watching basketball is that this is a stars driven league. And if your stars aren't there, your team's just not as good. And when you're taking on the best player in the world, I think uh, dual MVP finals, MVP NBA champion, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, the guys a the Greek freak for a reason. He's, he's ginormous. He, he can do everything. And, um, he was difficult to stop and, um, you know, at, at times we contained him, but overall he was just, he was too good. And and the Milwaukee Bucks ended up crushing the Pelicans uh, by a, a solid margin in the end. That's not to say that it was all bad. I mean, we watched it. It was, it was quite a drawn out game. It felt like it went for a while. Um, and perhaps that was the free throw shooting stats. Having a look at that, um, we took 30 free throws on the night, which, you know, when you shoot that many free throws, you should be in it. The issue was is that we only shot sixty three percent, nineteen of thirty, which, frankly, is just unacceptable. I think that was really the difference in this game. Our turnovers, fifteen to thirteen, points off turnovers was even. There was no noticeable stat that we um, that we got hammered on. You know, in fact, we won the rebounds, offensive rebounds, fourteen to four. So we had those extra possessions, but we couldn't capitalize. We also had one of our better shooting nights out from three. We made 16, but we took 51, 51 threes, which is just unbelievable for a team that is ranked right down the bottom in three-point percentage and attempts. It got into a bit of a shooting match, and and they answered with 47% of their threes, 23 of 48, which is huge, 53% overall on the night in uh, total field goals to our 41%. And when your shooting percentages are down, you know, it makes it so much harder to to um, win because you're betting against yourself. You you're um you left what, eleven points on the um at the free throw line and all of a sudden that cuts the um the deficit down to only what? Twenty well, it cuts it down to fourteen or fifteen. You know, all of a sudden you're sitting there going, Well, so that knocks that off. Your offensive rebounds, you have these extra um Uh, possessions, you capitalize on them and get that percentage up, or keep them to shooting less than 53%, and you're in this game. And I think it really was a situation where there were just lapses in time where the offense just wasn't clicking. Guys played... Uh, as well as they could against a team that is just very good. And and they're the sort of team that we should uh, idolize a little bit because they're a built team. You know, they got Giannis, who averaged five points in his rookie year, was never meant to be, um, was never highly touted, I guess. He was uh, an international player and a young fellow who really just worked hard to become good and then to become great. Chris Middleton, second-round draft pick. Um, Drew Holiday, perennial uh Underrated player, you know. I, I think we've seen it. We've seen this fella just not get his flowers, and it's not until he goes to a huge team like this that uh, you know they start recognizing him. And now he's in this All Star conversation again, when really he should have been an All Star uh, for the last few years. Now, the difficulty here is that when you're undermanned. Other guys have to step into another role. So that's what we saw. So, you know, we had a whole heap of guys score 14 points. Josh Hart, Herb Jones, Devontae Graham, Temple, and Billy were in the um, starting lineup. And Temple scored 14, Graham 14, Herb Jones 14, and Billy with 11 and 8. Jackson Hayes had he's probably his best game of the year with uh, 23 points. His career high, 7 rebounds in 27 minutes off the bench. Nikhil came back, scored 13, and... We saw both sides of Nikhil. We saw the um, hurricane sort of kid where he likes to do flashy step backs and fadeaways and momentum busters that he's just notorious for. And then he responds with some of the best plays, and I tweeted him out, um, in a row, which which really cut into the deficit, brought about the 15 uh, late, and, and all of a sudden it was like, hang on, are we going to make another run late in the fourth quarter? And... Unfortunately, we never did. Uh, it was a, a difficult uh, situation. But Nikhil has the potential to just be a fantastic, consistent player. But that consistency is um, such an issue. You, you just never know what you're going to get from him. And, um, and hopefully, he can he can play controlled. Because controlled Nikhil is just fantastic to watch. He sets players up. He makes passes no one else on the team can make. He shoots threes. He can shoot mid-range. He can get to the basket. And that's what you want from him. You want him to be a creator and a scorer off the bench, but it makes it very difficult when um, sometimes he takes ill-advised shots. But I digress. The the guys battled. They really did. And when you're on demand, you've got to come in and ever and contribute. we got points across the board, you know, um, Everyone except the guys right in the end in the final two minutes and 48 uh, uh, scored, which was lovely to see. But uh, it really was a disappointing result, um, and but not unexpected and not one that you get down on the teams. Oh, my gosh, we need to sell everyone and we're tanking now. Well, we're entering probably the hardest stretch besides all the back-to-backs of the entire uh, season. We're playing something like the top four play- uh, teams over the next few days in the West. So we've got Utah coming up tomorrow uh, that we'll have a chat about after. Then we've got the Suns on the second night um, of a back-to-back. And we then go and take on uh, the Golden State Warriors. I think that's on, yeah, that's on Thursday. So it's a big week ahead. And what we can't do as fans and supporters of the team is, re- well, we, we can't um, be disappointed that we're taking on good sides and not beating them. We then take on Toronto Raptors. You know, and also a team that can really make some noise, and hopefully we've got a, a fuller side by then. Um, but you never know, and and so this week is going to be tough. I think there's, if we can steal one or two games out of this week, well, I'll be more than impressed. You know, I think this Utah game is gettable, uh, depending on the personnel that we have uh, available. I know to uh, already been ruled out because now he's got COVID. Um, which is disappointing because he was just coming good, which seems to be the theme of this year. Every time a player gets healthy or, or has a good game, they get crook or they get injured, and um, we lose all that momentum again. Um, look at Kyra, look at Nikhil, um, all those, yeah, they're probably the two main ones that were doing just that. And then they had the steam taken out from Jonas, same thing. He, um, he was dominating and then uh, had to sit down for a few games and, and it's just going to take a little bit to get back into it. Brandon Ingram, you know, it's one thing after another with this team. So we we can't be disheartened if we don't win. Um, guys played out of their skin to win the last two. Uh, the big comeback against the Cavs was just something else. And a really impressive victory. Uh, and holding on as long as we did against uh, the Bucks was, you know, it was admirable. You know, I, I know I hate honorable losses, and I say that a lot. Honorable losses mean nothing. It's still a loss. But when you're going up against... The best team in the world. Well, you did pretty pretty damn good to uh to get yourself in a position to contest with them for. I mean, the first half was fantastic. Um, we fought with them the whole game, and it really was. I think it got blown open in the end of the third quarter, and uh and then from there it was just it was just tough to uh, drag it back. Um, we did everything we could. But uh, in front of seventeen thousand people in uh, Bucks colours, it was difficult on a snowy, well, very cold-looking day, at least, and whether or not it was snowing. But um, we'll unpack the box score after these messages. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger So before we get back into it, uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. Get yourself a, a deposit match bonus when you use the code HOOPBALL on the third page of sign up. Uh, also, manscaped.com, HOOPBALL20, 2020 on the end of that. Uh, gives you 20% off and free shipping. New year, go and get yourself a uh, new shaver uh, and, and plenty of other items over there. And if you can, go on Twitter and follow the account uh, ethosfantasybk on Twitter. It's the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all of your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis too. Again, that's at ethosfantasybk on Twitter. Follow now. Uh, and we have a new Daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos. Thrive Fantasy prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ethos when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our ethos Sports Ethos DFS team on all podcasts for advice on winners. And again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. And it is the season of giving, but stop giving your personal information to your ISP. On top of overcharging, your ISP is allowed to legally sell your browsing history to third-party advertisers for a ton of cash. Take your privacy back with ExpressVPN. Head to our special promotional link at expressvpn.com slash HoopBall, forward slash HoopBall. Um, to get three bonus months on a 12-month subscription, it's easy. Uh, turning it on just takes one click, and it works great with streaming services like Netflix or sports packages like League Pass 2. Once more, that's expressvpn.com forward slash HoopBall. Grab those three bonus months now. Okay, so we'll head over to the box school. we we'll, uh, And thank you for your patience as we go through uh, the sponsorship. Uh, That's how we keep this show live and free. Uh, So, heading over to the box score, big game from Josh Hart. Almost had his first career triple-double. 14 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 5 of 13. It was a bit uh, streaky from the three-point line, 1 of 6. And his free-throw shooting was atrocious, 3 of 9. He was forcing them. the, the refs, the, pardon me, to to call those that whistle and uh, give him his fouls. But uh, then he didn't capitalize, which was disappointing. And uh, you could see he was frustrated in himself as well. But otherwise, um, he, he left the game with two minutes left and, and did not record that final assist, although he tried a few lobster Jackson and a few forced pass there that resulted in a couple of turnovers. But, uh, you know, disappointing result that he didn't get that uh, would have been a little, uh, oh, I suppose, a nice little... Uh, consolation prize with uh, him getting a triple-double, but uh, you get that. That's okay. Herb Jones, solid, had a big job guarding a uh, Giannis. 14.6 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks, 6 of 13, 2 of 6 from 3. And he just gets so confident from the three-point line now. He just lets it rip uh, while also not settling, which I love to see from the rookie. Uh, he should definitely be in the um, Rookie of the Year conversation. Uh, he probably won't get it because he doesn't have the notoriety of maybe like an Evan Mobley or a Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy, who just became the youngest player ever to record a triple-double, uh, good Australian. But, uh, yeah, he, he should definitely be considered because he's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Devontae Graham, 14 points, three rebounds, three assists, a steal, four of 13, um... 4 of 11 from 3. Hit his free throws, which was lovely. Garrett Temple was, again, solid. 14 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. 5 of twelve, four of 9 from 3. And he's been playing his role. You know, no turnovers. They gave him um, minus 19, but the whole starting lineup was minus 13. And and below, it was all pretty average. Uh, No one actually played well. Uh, Billy, in 19 and a half minutes, had 11.8. Rebounds, one assist, four of nine shooting, and he was solid. You know, uh, at times they go small, so we had to go small as well with a bit of Jackson Hayes action uh, and a bit of Gary Clark action. Who, speaking of G- Gary Clark, came on and guarded Giannis at times, and I thought was was good. I thought he was the sort of guy that we needed. Uh, he hit a three and really looked confident and battled with a guy that is just an absolute man mountain. And I thought he was uh, definitely held his own, was respectable. And all credit to Gary for uh, taking on the task and running with it. You know, you get told what you got to do, and you crack on. Jackson Hayes, twenty-seven minutes, twenty-three points, seven rebounds, one assist, seven, uh, nine of twelve shooting, hit five free throws, only one turnover. He was probably our best player, as I said. Uh, really had a crack, uh, and he's still learning defensively. I know we have absolutely hounded this kid on here, as all Pels fans have. And people's like, oh, we should trade him, and things like that. And I don't know, maybe the jury's still out on him. I think um, there's pros and cons of doing trading him or holding on to see whether or not we can uncover the diamond that may be in there, who knows. Uh, but you get games like this and you go, well, he must be listening. You know, this kid sat on the bench for three weeks, didn't get a look at the, uh, the court at all, went down to the G League, dominated, came back, uh, and really had a crack against the best team in the league. So you know, all credit to him. And if you're going to work hard and, and then it pays off, you know, so good on you, Jackson. And um, great game. Uh, Nikhil, as I said, 13 points, five rebounds, four of 16 shooting, uh, streaky again, had three turnovers. Sometimes he is just fantastic. Sometimes he's just average. It's a consistency that, uh, that frustrates me with Nikhil. I think he's a great player. And I think he has the, the uh, all of the skill set to be a fantastic player. It's just Seeing it all the time. Sadaransky, five points, three rebounds, six assists, three steals. He was solid. Um, I've hammered Sadaransky on here as well. But uh, he was solid. And um, it's disappointing that he's now heading off to COVID right when he um, started getting aggressive and, and playing a lot better than he had been. So overall, uh, not bad. We didn't see much of trade, just some garbage time. or Garbage time, you know, final couple of minutes time. Surrender time. Um. And he had a bit of a run there, but uh, had two points, but didn't really do much else. And uh, they were just off a couple of free throws. I don't know. I don't know uh, what happens tomorrow uh, against the Jazz. I think it's going to be a tough ask, depending on who we have. If, if Jonas is back, I think we have a better chance. But it is going to be winning by committee again. This is a great team for a reason. Yeah, we've beaten them before, but... You know you, you, you just cannot underestimate how good this side is. Donovan Mitchell is an absolute star. Rudy gobert is blocking everything you know defensive player of the reason uh year for a reason and we need to come in and, and play our best and we need to play together and that's something that the Pells team's just been so good they just don't give up even against this team. Uh, you know they were getting blown out and they just kept fighting and I don't think we've had an attitude before um as a from a team that uh, just never quit. And it makes me really proud to follow this team because they have a real good um, fight in them. And I think that starts with Willie Green. You know, he has absolutely convinced me that he's the coach take to take us forward and to continue to grow this team. And I, I just can't wait to see what this team looks like when it is fully healthy, which is hopefully sooner rather than later because we're still in touch uh, with the plan. You drop a game, all right. So we're thirteen and twenty-three, drawed with OKC, one game behind Portland, two games behind San Antonio, and uh, you know only three games behind Sacramento to get into the tenth spot. You only got to get to tenth, and then if we're fully healthy, well, look out because the playing is wild card. You know you don't know who's going to get in. So let's uh, let's hope that we can continue to fight. You're still only five games behind. Uh, The sixth spot being the Clippers, so you might even have to, but it is just about health and a bit of consistency, and hopefully we can get there. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, We are going to have a chat to everyone again after the um, Utah game tomorrow. As always, I am Lyle Swithenbank, uh, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. This is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Take care of yourself. Happy New Year and uh, bye for now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.